0: Jadrox Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport. Yes, five past six on Sunday the 13th of December. You're welcome to... Yeah, community Radio, Kilkenny City, Sunday evening talk sport. Well, it was an evening to remember in Croke Park yesterday as the Kilkenny Senior camogie Team won their 14th All-Ireland title in a epic contest. Match report and interviews from many of the players coming up shortly. It was All-Ireland Hurling final day in Croke Park this afternoon, the 13th of the 12th, as favourites Limerick overwhelmed Waterford by 11 points to capture the Lee McCarthy Cup for the second a title in three years. Judging by what we witnessed this afternoon, these Limerick lads can confidently look forward securing a a few more Celtic crosses in the year ahead and I think we all have to look look on and admire them but that's the challenge for the Kilkenny's and the rest of them I should say that while it was a December final in Croke Park there was a December final in 1909 it was played on the 12th of December 1909 it was um, uh, there was 11,000 at the game in the Corkadetti grounds and it saw Kilkenny defeat Tipperary 4-6 to 12 points Kilkenny captained by Drog Walsh the Moonkind man Earlier this afternoon in Croke Park, a strong second half from Antrim, saw them deservedly win the Joe McDonough Cup final at the expense of Kerry. It was a close finish, and Kerry will regret periods of sloppy play during the game. We'll chat to the CRKC sports team later in the programme. All about the games and the conversation will continue tomorrow evening on the TC Towers World of Gaelic Games. Liam Kelly-Rook will join us later with the rules of all other sports taking place today. No horse racing this evening, which means we have no Bear Scott. Now we'll kill that team because we have lots to get into fairly quickly. And we're going to start in Croke Park. An epic All-Ireland final and that brilliant win by Kilkenny. Here's how it happened. Liberty Insurance All-Ireland Senior Camogie Final Kilkenny won 14, Galway won 11. 2020, titled by many as a year like no other, delivered an epic Camogie All-Ireland Final in Croke Park yesterday evening, with Kilkenny deservedly capturing a 14 title, the first since 2016, and even more importantly, avoiding a fourth All-Ireland Final loss in the distraught. The 1939 All-Ireland Hurling Final will always be known as the Thunder and Lightning Final, so it is fair to say that yesterday's final will forever be known as the Coronavirus Final. Earlier this year, the Camogie Association changed its rules to allow a bit more physicality in their games, and this allowed for a far more intense and enjoyable contest. The surreal circumstances in Croke Park with no supporters present made for an eerie atmosphere at times but the players did not let that impact on their performances. Galway won the toss and within a minute they had a point at the scoreboard from Siobhan McGrath, a later placement for Rebecca Henley. Within two minutes Kilkenny were level when player of the match Aoife Dyle grabbed the first of her four points. From an early stage the closeness and competitiveness of the exchange had hinted at a tight contest. Both sets of mentors made key tactical switches at the start. Kilkenny started Grace Walsh at midfield to track Aoife Dunham, with Kellyanne Doyle starting in place of Laura Murphy. Galway management detailed Katharina Cormacan to keep Tabs on Ann Dalton and Sean Healy to track Denise Gall. This was a game though where we saw regular positional switches especially in both attacks. The closeness of the exchanges saw the teams on level terms, three points each at the first quarter break with Denise Gall and Carrie Dolan in fine form from frees. The start of the second quarter saw Galway build early momentum with points from Elish O'Reilly and Carrie Dolan another free. But Kilkenny were always on Galway's coattails. The Westerners knew that they were in for a serious contest when a brilliantly Four player moves saw the ball reach Mary O'Connell, who narrowed the margin with a fine point. Kilkenny were coping brilliantly with the Galway running and deliveries, with the elegant Claire Feeling surely in line for Camogie Player of the Year commanding in the full back line. And Dalton tied the game at five points each with a great point after good build up play from Anna Farrell and Mary O'Connell. Three minutes from the interval, a rare lapse in the Kilkenny defense, when the full back line was caught out of possession, saw Oral McGrath race on to a long ball, gain possession, and round Ethan Orris to score the game's first goal. Kilkenny needed a response, and they got it within three minutes when he for Doyle pointed. It could well have been a goal but that score left the Westerners leading 1-5 to 6 points at the interval. If Galway had the better second quarter it was Kilkenny that took a grip on proceedings in the third quarter even if the exchanges continued to be very tight. The intensity and physicality grew as both teams upped the ante. Denise Gall got the first score of the second half with a nearly pointed free but this was nullified immediately by Siobhan McGrath for Galway. The movement in the Kilkenny attack was slowly making a telling impact with Katie Nolan and Aoife Dial becoming more and more prominent. Miriam Walsh's repositioning at full forward was a telling move by the Kilkenny mentors as she significantly lessened the influence of the Galway fullback and captain Sarah Dervin. Kilkenny points from Katie Nolan, Denise Gallen and two from Aoife Doyle had the Northsiders leading 12 points to one at the end of the third quarter, the first time the winners led in the game. More importantly, Kilkenny looked the fresher side as the referee started the final quarter. Galway did seem a little tired and I suspect that the Kilkenny players could detect this also. With Grace Walsh and Anna Farrell now dominating midfield, the Tullerone star edged the Northsiders two points ahead, only for Neve Kilkenny and Carrie Dolan to tie the game with a brace of points. Most games have defining moments and yesterday's came in the 58th minute. Kilkenny's pressure saw some brilliant interplay among the attack and as Denise Gall headed towards the Galway goal she had only one thing on her mind. The wine gap player was fouled and she put away the resultant penalty with some aplomb. Almost immediately she pointed a free to edge Kilkenny four points ahead. In a tense closing four minutes of injury time even though only three was announced Galway's carry Dolan pointed another free but it should not have been such a tense closing for Kilkenny. Galway forced two turnovers with Kilkenny looking likely to score. Indeed they had a great goal chance and scores the finish but not for the first time a Kilkenny defence brilliantly anchored by the central axis of Clare Fielder and Megan Farrell held for him to record a deserved victory All Irons don't come sweeter than yesterday's superb win Eight players Aoife Norris Michelle Thien Kellyanne Doyle her sister Aoife Doyle Mary O'Connell and Katie Nolan with Laura Murphy and Niamh Dealy who come on as subs They started in their first All-Iron final and all played brilliantly The other more experienced players some of whom I've already mentioned had games to remember and so did the remaining jewel, Colette Dormer and Davina Tobin who got the better of a variety of Galway opponents. This game was won on the training field. The team's mentors Brian Dowling, Tommy Shefflin, Ray Chaloner Philly Larkin and Pat O'Neill. Now there's a fair few All-Ireland medals among that lot. They got the tactics spot on in a game that will live long in the memory. Final score from Croke Park Kilkenny won 14, Galway won 11 Well after the match I spoke to quite a number of the participants in that game and we started with Brian Dowling. There's a little bit of noise in the background here because Croke Park they blaze that music which is very annoying if you're trying to cover a match when the game is over. Brian Dowling, this is certainly the proudest moment of your
1: hurricane uh, camogie career. Oh, look,
0: it's unbelievable.
1: Nick can't believe it now. It's just uh, just a relief, I think, more than anything else coming up here today. Huge pressure on us after losing the last three. You know, every interview we've doing the last couple of weeks, everyone has brought it up. And uh, look, we try, We didn't say too much about it. We we said last year in January we talked about what we needed to do to win the All Ireland. And look, what these girls have been through the last couple of years, pure hardship. And just to come out today and perform like that, um, I'm just so proud of them now. The heart they showed throughout this game, to, this was down to seriously hard work. Yeah, look, we've been drilling that into them all year. You know, it's just look, you don't win All Ireland if you don't work hard. And we, we knew we had the players. You know, and you no, know, we're down. We were down four players to start the All-Ireland final last year. Three of them were All-Stars in the past, you know. But Katie Nolan, Mary O'Connor, and Aoife Dyer, you know, starting the first All-Ireland final today, I thought were absolutely unbelievable. They, I think they got six points in play between the three of them. And so that just showed a character in the team. And then, you know, like so Dalton and Gall and, and Merriam, when we really needed in the second half, they stood up and were counted, you know. Yeah, I thought,
0: I thought defensively we were very smart. I thought Claire Feeling did some wonderful sweeping up throughout the game as well and really played a captain's part.
1: Yeah look I suppose last year's final in the goals and I think people probably said our backs went great you know. Claire was a fabulous she got has gone also last year and you know Godway afforded a sweeper in the first half which we were happy enough with so that gave us Claire back with a bit of space, you know, and I think we used her very well, you know. Brian coming up near the end of the game. Probably we could have been a little bit more comfortable at the
0: end. We probably met it harder ourselves in the last couple of minutes.
1: Yeah, look, well, three points is always a, a dangerous lead and you'd want to be a few more points ahead, for, especially for, for the hearts, you know. And I thought maybe with a few chances to, to make it to go five or six up. But uh, look, I, I don't really care about that now, to be honest. Uh, we're all Ireland champions and that's all we came up here to do. And. Just so proud of them girls, you know, and not just the 15, but the 15 subs, the four girls in the background as well, that, that couldn't talk out today. They pushed on these girls all year. We girls there who didn't talk out today, who were who were actually getting the better of the starting team at times in training the last few weeks. And that's the calibre that like, these girls brought to training. And they, you know, they just gave everything they had for the last few months. And I'm just so, so happy for them now that they got what they deserve.
0: And finally, Brian, you won this all-air in the hard way, defeating Cork and Galway. When you do things like that, you deserve to be called champions.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, look, I don't know anyone to say it's a handy All-Ireland, but look, when the draw was made, uh, I was actually delighted it was Cork because I said if we're going to win this All-Ireland, we had to beat Cork and we had to have a tough, tough semi-final, you know, and that's exactly what we got. And- I think that game stood to us. I think, you know, the girls maybe really doubt themselves a little bit going into that game, but coming out of Parky Grieve, you know, I think everybody knew the character that these girls had, and just, you know, at half time I said to the girls, look, we get ahead of these, we're going to win. I think Godwin hadn't been behind all year, and we got ahead of them, and, you know, there was no way we we're going to leave this one behind us, and, you know, we're, we're going back to the Kenny now, and we're all in champions, and we're so happy. Well done, Brian. said it.
0: And Dalton, this must be one of your great days in Croke Park. This was a tremendous win.
2: Yeah, look, it was an absolutely brilliant win. I don't, I can't remember a game where we had to fight so hard, and it just felt like it was rock after rock out there. And we physically matched Galway, and we knew if we could do that, that we'd push it over the line. And goals penalty at the end, you know, not no goalie in the country was going to stop that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they worked great right from start to finish, backs, the, the and the forwards, all. It was a combination of everybody working hard today.
2: Yeah, look, the aim going into the game was to, for, especially for the forwards, was to work. Not on stop and pressure the ball coming out we knew that if we could do that we could overturn the ball get a couple of scores on, on the scoreboard and you know make it harder for them so you know that was the aim work hard and the rest of the would fall into place for us. You've
0: been here in Draw Park many a day and say this one will be go down as one of the great wins particularly in the circumstances just a week and a bit out from Christmas.
2: Yeah look it's a strange one coming up in the bus and listening to Christmas music but doesn't matter when in all Ireland is you'll take it. And well done. Thanks, a million. Well, there's
0: no two happier sisters here than Megan and Anna Farrell here. And uh, I know they, I know you'd love to have Shelly in here, put her arms around her as well. But Anna, a tremendous game, you must be delighted.
3: I'm absolutely buzzing now. I can't, can't actually believe we got over the line, but. Uh, we were working for it all year and we knew we had it in us and, and just the work right out of everyone out there is unbelievable and just so proud of everyone on the team.
0: Megan, we talked to you before the match and we uh, last week and we talked about you playing centre-back and it didn't bother you one Iota and you showed why there. You, you had some game.
3: Oh sure, look, I had the best backs around me, they, they couldn't let it through them, in fairness to them and uh,
4: just, Jesus, the work right out of everybody and just, it was unreal. <laughs> How is
0: act. it like to win an All-Ireland medal with your sister? just outside you
3: Oh, special, isn't it? True. Oh, it is. Yeah, just nothing, nothing better. It's the first person you look for then after the game to celebrate. Um,
0: and of course, you're, you know, your your parents are at home, glued to the television, hooking every ball which you make. Yeah,
3: i say, they say they're going they they're losing it at home. It'd be, great, it'd be great if you had them here, but look, we'll go home and hope they'll be delighted them. anyway. I think there'll be
0: an old phone call to Shelly on the way home.
3: I say my I'd say she'll be on as soon as we get out of the, probably <laughs> the she's, probably she's probably on the beer as well anyway, so we might shine
0: her. All right. You're entitled, thanks girls. Aoife right. Doyle, congratulations on a classic display there today. Your feelings after winning that
2: All-Ireland? Oh, like, you can't describe it. Like, you know, with the last few years, the disappointment of the last few years, like, I think we just wanted to go out and show our, what we were made of today, and I think we really did today.
0: Did you ever feel at any stage it has gone away from you?
2: No, um, I have so much belief in the girls and the management, and I think at halftime, like we were down by two, but like the boys just came in. I suppose we would have been panicking a little bit, but the boys came in and just settled us down and told us what we have to do, and it was the like it was obviously the correct thing to do, and we went out and done it, and thankfully we got the win.
0: Yeah, but you put in a very heavy work rate. Right? Clearly, what was happening in training was really beneficial. There, you you put in the training work out on the field today.
2: Oh yeah, like the. The two um highlights I suppose that the boys were trying to highlight to us this year was work rate and aggression and ruthlessness. So like well, I suppose when you're playing corner forward you could get two balls into it, or you could get twenty balls into it, but it's the two balls that you do win will um I suppose get you over the line in the end. Thank
0: you very much. No bother, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Claire feeling uh, on the field, Captain Claire, that was one of the great victories. You must feel very proud.
3: Absolutely delighted, yeah. Proud of every single girl on that panel there today. It's been a long, long year, ups and downs, very strange year, but everyone just bought into what the lads were saying and Angela and Brida and look, it's an amazing feeling. Surreal with no one kind of here. You'd love to have families here, but sure look, we'll see them when we get home. Look well, hard. the
0: feelings in Liz Downey were clearly glued to the television, poking every ball with you.
3: <laughs> i say so, yeah. I'd say John and Breda now had a few heart attacks there in the middle of it. But look, we got over the line and I know they'll be absolutely delighted at home for us. Yeah, when uh, when Galway got the goal inside, I mean, it was
0: they, they deserved the goal, I suppose. They put a lot of pressure on but did you worry at that stage that maybe But you seemed to get your composure back fairly quickly?
3: Yeah, no, look, they, they're j- Dangerous. Those long puckouts are very tricky to, to handle, and they got a lucky break in ways, but it was a great finish as well. But we knew we could regroup, we did it against Cork, we weren't going to panic, it was very early in the game. There was plenty of time still left. So We regrouped, we stuck with the game plan and thank God we came through it.
0: Well I think nothing epitomised this game for you more than anything. The very last ball went in, where you put your body on top of the ball and uh, got it out the field and you ended up getting a free out of it. You really were commanding there, you must be delighted with your own game today.
3: Asher, look, I'm just happy we won, to be honest, team for performance, everyone did everything they possibly could. Grace Welch was savage there in the middle of the field, up and down all day. And sure, Philly Larkin was giving us the tips on the line there, so I knew to get my body over the wall when I could hear him shout.
0: Claire, I let you go. It's getting cold here Thanks now. Thanks, many, Claire. Ricky. Well, I've always said it. When you go into battle, there's no better soldier in your ranks than Colette Dormer, another Stormer to Congratulations. <laughs> this was a great victory. Oh,
5: brilliant. Absolutely. Dream come true now. Can't believe it.
0: Yeah, you're very emotional, and you're entitled to be emotional after winning an All-Ireland a week and a bit out for Christmas, because people will remember this forever.
5: Yeah, it's hard to believe at the start of 2020, that we'd be playing a week out from Christmas but oh my god what a magical feeling to be in Crow Park tonight
0: but the work rate from start to finish you were putting your bodies in where, where nobody would put them in
5: oh so girls were winning ball they were absolutely in no way entitled to winning and uh, it was just absolutely brilliant from everyone from 1 to 36 like they, the effort that is put in by everyone this year was just absolutely magical.
0: Yeah, you never felt in any sense that game was lost because you were playing like you were going to win it from well out.
5: That's it, like that's what the lads have been in us. They've uh, told us from the very start to go out and believe, and no matter what happened, there was always time to get back and get on top. So, absolutely, my
0: Go ahead, collect and celebrate, you deserve it. Thank you.
5: Yeah, really. Thanks.
0: Denise Gall, another star performance, and I suppose you'll be forever remembered for the goal that won the All Ireland for Kilkenny.
4: Oh, jeez, yeah, I was just absolutely delighted to see it going in. I suppose I was practicing during the week the other night, and I probably missed it a lot of them. So, I'd say Ethan Harrison and the goal was never be enough watching me step up, but look, the now, I just connected really well and she sure looked delighted
0: to... Well, you gave the Galway goalie, goalie no chance, it just went low and it was just impossible to stop it.
4: Ah, yeah, sure look. I suppose. Um, the practice came good in the end, so happy enough. Yeah. You've
0: had many big days here in Croke Park and, and none will better this one, I think, because of the heart shown by the team and of course a week and a bit out from Christmas. It's all surreal.
4: Yeah, I, it is surreal. I don't know, at the end I kind of expected I'd cry if we won. Or, I don't know what I feel, to be honest, Nicky. I'm just absolutely delighted and everyone's buzzing. And, I can't wait to get home now and see my family and just celebrate with them as well.
0: Because they're watching it home, pucking every ball with you, worried about everything that's going on, hoping it'll go right for you. It's tough on them, isn't it?
4: Oh, it is. I, I say, my sister said she won't be able to watch it today, so I hope she's seen that anyway, that performance. So look, uh. As
0: I said to Brian Dowling then to finish up, you've beaten Cork and you've beaten Galway to win the All-Ireland, and that is true champions.
4: Yeah, I think people can start to take us a bit more serious now, maybe, because we're kind of off this year, and look, we're just delighted to show everyone that we certainly aren't gone anywhere.
0: Well done, Denise, and congratulations.
4: Thanks, William. Thanks.
0: Katie Nolan I've seen you playing a lot of matches for Kilkenny this year but this one you had a star performance uh, yeah
5: it's just I can't believe it I literally feel like the luckiest person in the whole world today but you um, made
0: you made it happen you went hunting for the ball and made it, got a lot of possession so you weren't lucky you made it You made it work for yourself
5: uh, yeah but that was down to the whole team though the work rate was just unbelievable like when we were winning back the ball we were just hunting in packs and it was just uh, I just can't believe it
0: but when you were growing up your dream of playing in a lot of final in Park and here you are now, an all medal winner.
5: Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't feel real. Um. You, you dream of this the whole time like it's you never think it laughing and when it does happen like it's just I, it'll while oil sink in it's just some feeling.
0: And a medal and an all-earning medal going to uh, St. Martins another one you, they'll be thrilled in the club with this.
5: Yeah there's three of us me Del and Edwina on the panel so yeah delighted delighted very happy. Well done Katie. Thank you very much.
0: Michelle Teen, first year in the team Michelle and you have been outstanding all year I mean you come out with balls in the first half today that you're probably weren't tight today. you didn't seem to have any nervousness in the game?
6: No, I suppose I knew composure was going to be the be-all or end-all in it, so I obviously we were all hyped up and everything, but once I came out just took a deep breath and I knew yeah, I had to focus on the ball and focus on the girls and that's what we did and that's what drove us over the line.
0: When you were starting out to play camogie as a young girl, I'm sure there's players you looked up to and the dream of playing in Croke Park on the final day. Now you're an honour medal winner, how does it feel?
6: It's um, like it, it's undescribable to be honest. It's just what we have strived for, and we've been here two years on the track, coming here and and being disappointed and looking up at the other team lifting that cup, and I just can't even describe what what it feels like to have. Lucinda up there lifting it for us. Beside all, all all my teammates, the girls that we have worked with throughout the whole year. It's just unbelievable.
0: Well they'll all be delighted in James Stevens, another All Ireland medal coming into a club that has so many All Ireland medals.
6: Yeah, that's where it started, so I'll be happy to bring it back to them.
0: And we should of course mention your teammate Neil Neve who come on as well.
6: Yeah, she did brilliant. I knew she came on. I was hoping it wasn't going to be for me. <laughs> and it wasn't, thank God. But <laughs> she came on. I was delighted to see her on. And I got to finish with her, which is unbelievable.
0: Well done, Michelle. Well done.
6: Thanks so much.
0: Delighted to be talking to two. Very happy to women. Miriam Walsh, a great feeling.
6: Oh, unbelievable, Nicky. We
0: worked really hard. And we're glad to be back there now as champions. And Grace, you've had a tough year off the field being a nurse and in, involved in all of the challenges that nursing has faced. This is a great way to end the year after what was a tough year away from Commodity,
3: Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of training on our own this year, um, a lot of hard work put in by people in, on individual training. So to come out there today and, and get the win, it's going to give us something to look back on 2020 and smile about it, so.
0: And all your family and all Miriam's family at home in Tullerone were glued to the television not <laughs> poking every ball with both of you.
5: I'd, I'd say so. I'd say they were shouting and roaring at
3: us and at the uh. ref and at the whole shebang but I'd say they were a few tears in their eyes now watching us win that game.
0: Miriam, it was a, t- a tough game, a physical game and yeah. uh, you needed to be well, in, well up front but your work rate was awesome.
7: Yeah, I suppose, look, we worked really hard all over the field. Galway are a big physical team. We knew coming down here today that they were going to give it all so we just
8: outworked them and we're just
0: delighted. And uh, well, listen, we'll let you go off and celebrate now because you're getting cold. You're I over for a good while. Come. Thanks. Okay, there's all the Kenny women. There was a couple we didn't get to because time ran out and they wanted to get into change, it was getting very cold. And of course, we should say congratulations to Lucinda and She may not have took, taken part in the game, but she went up to receive the cup and gave a great speech. Lucinda was uh, was captain because Dixborough were county champions. So well done, Lucinda. Uh, we hope to get a, a word with you as well, but as I said, time ran out. Look, we'll take a break and we'll be back. We'll get some of the lads on the line. Chadwick's Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport Well we're going to get into conversation here now on the games and uh, Pat is in the studio with Richie Power on the line <laughs> We might just get you first um, Richie what did you make of the uh, Camogie last night let's talk that first yeah, Sorry I Richie I didn't have the, f- the fader up Last night's Camogie match it was a classic game
9: uh, absolutely and, and um, you know I'm thrilled for the ladies and I'd like to congratulate the whole lot of management and 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 the whole panel you know the work rate uh, right from the start. Was, was was very, very, very good and, you know, like we could have, we probably could have had a goal maybe in the in, in the first half but overall, I think Kikini were the better
0: team and, and totally deserved a victory. And uh, they showed tremendous heart now, I mean, in fairness, but they, they were coming good. The feeling was, and I said it in my report, that Galway might look one in at halftime and say they looked a little tired and I think the girls realised that and that gave them a bit of, uh, uh, that certainly up, they up the ante big time in the second half and that made a big difference. I mean, the scoring in the second half was that Galway just got Six points for Kenny got a goal in eight points so that kind of summarised Kenny's second half dominance.
9: Yeah, look, you'd have to you have to give the, the girls huge credit. Like you know, when you lose three All Irelands in a row, like you know, it leaves it leaves the mark, and there's no doubt about it. It's like you know, if you're going through a, a period of time where you know you're not just getting over the line, but look, at this, like obviously, like you know, uh, Brian and, and Tommy, Tommy and 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 and, he, and their management team, you know, they, they got into their heads and. Like for the real workman like performance and like I, I think I said it Friday night on the radio like you know you go to Parkby Keeve and you, you take out Cork that's no mean feat like and uh, you know I looked at the second semi-final between Tip and Galway and I, I gave Kenny a really good chance but they were excellent last night you know and and, and congrats to every one of them
0: Patrice, you were obviously watching the game in the studio you were linking in with Dan Downing myself in Croke Park your own thoughts now to 24 hours on from the little less from the game
10: well, injury time was the highlight for me, anyway, with the pair of ye. Uh.
0: <laughs> Actually, talking about injury time, they said three minutes, and it was, it was four minutes. <laughs> it was called over. <laughs> over point, I was losing yeah. a little bit on level seven, and I was standing on my feet at that stage. <laughs> I
10: could believe it. Uh, yeah, I, look, I thought that um, you know Kenny got stuck in from the the world goal. The other very good thing that happened was the goal came at the real right time, and then we got a pint, so and we only had to defend that for five minutes you know the way uh, given the history that was behind us yeah. so, but we
0: did respond well because straight down the field if Fidel got a point that yeah, could have been a goal
10: yeah that's right but, but, our, but when we got the goal uh, we, we, we were only um, uh, you, you know we only had to defend it for the, the last five minutes so that gave yeah, the given the history of trying to, to get over the line and uh, Kilkenny looked they were the better team all through I thought and just Galway got the goal at the time but Kilkenny got the next score and that was the important thing there were only two points in it Half-time. Richie, I
0: made a note in my report as well that the changing of the rules by Camogie which allowed a bit more physical contact, actually was 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 uh, was was well done by Kilkenny because they were able to physically challenge the Galway players who were running through last year. They were able to get in the tackles harder. And even though Kilkenny had a bit of a gripe with the referee in the first half, and and Dalton let the referee let know she was leaving the field, I think the fact that Kilkenny could tackle that little bit harder was was very much was very important in in slowing down the the momentum of the Galway players
9: yeah you'd have to say nicky you know after after you know the first five or ten minutes i think kenny just got into the game you know they settled in and, and um, you know i i personally said felt felt that they were the better team all over like you know and we might have missed a goal chance or two that we were hoping that we wouldn't come back you know and haunt him at the at the end of it but Look, at it. I, I, I just thought it was a great, great performance. And great and I agree with what you're saying. Like they really hit hard and, and they tackled hard. and you know. But look, at it. It, was, it, was, it was a very good final and very enjoyable. And look, at it was a great result for the girls.
0: Absolutely. Richie, on today's game, an 11-pound win in an All-Ireland final is a pretty overwhelming win. And looking at the game, to be honest about it, um, Glimerick were just so superior to, to for today.
9: Yeah, look. I I I'd have a soft spot for Waterford, you know. I was, <laughs> where I was born and reared, I'd be near to Waterford as it would be to, to Kentucky City. And I was just hoping and praying that they they put this one off today. But look, what, this is a serious serious uh, Limerick team, and uh, two Munster championships, two National Leagues, two All-Irelands in three years. You know, we're 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 looking at, like this this Limerick team could be going for four in a row. Very very handy, you know. And uh, they're they're. They're, they're a huge team. Like, they like the panel is weighing in heavier than the Irish rugby team, and that is just you now. Someone might ask, like, what has what has that to do with Holland But they're physically a huge team. Like, number ten, number twelve, five, and seven. They're they are coming with massive performances every day, and and they were huge against today. Like.
0: Absolutely. And Patrice, I mean, we could have easily have been there. I would su- strongly suggest that there's no way that they're beaten. Kikini by eleven points. They, uh, might, they might have
10: won it but they wouldn't have beat us by 11 points yeah well, I suppose we, 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 we'd have a, a bit of tradition in all Ireland and a bit of know-how which is uh, always very important but um, you know Limerick were just a better team all over the field and uh, Tom Morrissey he sets the tone uh, every day I mean they were waxing on lyrically about Garod Hegarty Garrod Hegarty didn't score until the 22nd minute I think it was uh, that was his first score and uh, I'd say Tom Morrissey gave him three pints of whatever his total was as well so I, I, I would I, I'd be I'd be uh, looking at Tom Morrissey as being uh, much better uh, than then he's been given credit for but the overall performance of uh, Limerick is just uh, they're just machine like Absolutely and, uh, and Richie classic. 12
0: points from the two wing forwards 5 for Tom Morrissey and 7 from Garraud Hedgry that is some serious contribution in a final isn't it? Ah look well, Nicky anyone
9: that scores 7 points in All-Ireland final like, it's, a, it's a massive massive performance but like, you know some of the Limerick players hold on the edge and and that's what you need at that level you know, you're entitled to go to the edge, and you know, like Haggerty has been lucky enough, to probably in the last couple of games. But, but he, you, you know, for a big man, he just covers the ground. He gets into space, and but like, it's a massive, like it's, 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 it's but, a huge performance, like from two from from two
10: wing Yeah, but Richie uh, Hegarty gave away a close on a half a dozen frees today, and I, I can't understand how he wasn't booked.
9: Well, and and, and he
10: gives away frees every day.
9: There's no doubt about that, Pat. There's no doubt, but. I always say like you know when you go when around a county jersey you know you're enticed to go to the edge and you're enticed to go to war and, and I felt myself that if Waterford were going to have to win this game they were going to have to take out number 10 and number 12 mm. you know now when I mean take them out like just break even with them but like, it, was, it was fairly obvious after 15 minutes that Hegarty and, and like what you said Pat Morrissey Morrissey was unbelievable like Galan and Morrissey got two points in the first seven or eight minutes off the side and right out of the QC stand they were phenomenal scores like and I, I, I would have said and I, I, you know maybe t- tonight I would say I, I felt that Limerick
0: mightn't have been as risky hurlers as I felt they were, but I just looking at them today that they they have everything. Okay, Richie, we we'll let you go because we we'll get some of the rest of the lads on the on the line. Pat, while well, I'm getting some of the rest of the lads, um,
10: Kerry came up short today. Yeah, I I think Antrim were the better team. Uh, they were the better hurling team, but uh, in fair in fairness to Kerry, uh, they they got to play the game on their terms, particularly after they got the goal. The goal was a massive score on the day, and uh, Kerry. Uh, Hey, God. Carry back into it, and uh, they kept it at what you call a reasonably low-scoring game. But uh, they needed a second goal, and they couldn't get it. And uh, uh, Antrim had that little edge in the forwards uh, the whole time, and Carry uh, drove a share of wides. And I thought uh, the the faults uh, if I fault to Carry a little bit, I thought they'd have been better going uh, playing the ball that bit longer. But uh, that uh, they were inclined to play it short and it broke down a bit, and lads weren't taking the weren't taking the um, the Particular, we said, taking the path when they should or dropped to the share them. But I look, Antrim were the better team on the day and uh, uh, deserved the win.
0: Absolutely, yes. Well, we have Kieran Ari on the line now, Kieran. Let's get your comments first about last night. And we should, of course, acknowledge the fact that a Dixborough lady went up to uh, collect the cup and uh, another another cup. Well, it didn't come home, but it uh, it, it, is, it is, I suppose, in, in Dixborough, at least in, in some format or another. So well done to Dixborough on that.
11: Yeah, absolutely brilliant, Nicky, to have a captain of the Kilkenny Camogie team, but it's all the the workers in the club and all the underage mentors and all that that brought these players through, who deserve full credit to get the player into the position to lift the trophy yesterday. It was
0: some battling performance from Kilkenny, wasn't it?
11: Ah, It was unbelievable, Nicky, and they showed showed huge heart and determination um, against Cork as well, and they carried that into that game yesterday. They never panicked at any stage, and... Um, As Barry said, they just backed up each other at every stage of the game. And I thought the big players came good at the end. Denise Gall and um, Colette Dormer had an excellent second half as well. And just their... The work rate all over the field, Nicky, couldn't be matched and it's just a brilliant performance and credit to Brian Dowling.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, you'll be covering more of that tomorrow night talking to Eiffel Lannigan and maybe you might be able to get uh, Lucinda Gahan on the phone even with all that was going on in Croke Park and was getting very late and getting very cold. We had to let the girls off in, in fairness to talk. So um, you might be able to talk to them tomorrow night. Let's go on to today's game. An emphatic win by Limerick and uh, really they were never in trouble from the opening moments.
11: No, and there's are just there, the half back line, midfield, and half forward line are just crucial for that Limerick team. And um, like I, it, it ended up, like Gerard Hegarty was just superb, Nicky from start to finish, and like Tom Morrissey as well. But Kyle Hayes in the first half as well, for well for 40 minutes, I suppose he was superb as well, just driving that ball forward. And at no no time in the game, like it was really really lay a glove on him, and it was just disappointing. Uh, final to be honest Nicky but look Limerick it's up to themselves now if they want to kick on again they're, they're the team to beat for the next couple of years they have the players and the, the mentors at, at the right age there now and it, it's time for them to, to drive it on again and try to get the back to back but hugely deserved win and um, Water just have no answer to
0: them okay Kieran, Ciarán you'll be covering this tomorrow night so I won't hold you up any longer and uh, you'll be, we'll, we'll have a good discussion on this again tomorrow night Thanks Kieran. Thanks, Nicky. OK, that's Kiran Ari. We'll take uh, our second break and uh, we'll get more lads on the phone and talk to Pat and we have still have Liam Kelly Rook with all the other sport to come yet. Chadwick's Kilkenny and Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM for Top Class Sport Well now joining me on the line is Kieran Muldowney one of our uh, award winning sports team and uh, Kieran, let let's start with your comments on last night's Camogie game uh, a tr- truly tremendous game and I, I suppose it was a little bit emotional in the case of your work uh, workplace and your workmate uh, Katie Power because she was absolutely delighted and I should say about herself and Edwina Keane despite the fact that they weren't involved were very much part of the motivating group behind the team and obviously Katie was huge Usually disappointed and a bit distraught to be honest, to have missed the game, but their influence was important. Great win last night.
8: Yeah, great win last night, Nikki. Uh, just in relation to Katie, she's had a horrible year, firstly with a hand injury, then with a the knee injury. Kind of a, a year to write off, really, but she'll be back stronger than ever in the new year, and she was a great influence, as you say, behind the scenes with the girls, motivating what was quite a young team, well, young in parts anyway, definitely, an inexperienced team and she was a great help to some of them forwards who were just making their mark uh, The match itself, well, what a performance Nikki! it reminded me the feeling around Kilkenny this morning reminded me of, after the 2006 All-Ireland, one of those ones that won the heart, you go in as an underdog and you just throw everything into it, including the kitchen sink, and you get the rewards when you do that, I, I thought the team were absolutely brilliant. The tackling, the work rate was outstanding and some really, really good scores. Uh, very good composure as well led brilliantly by some of the older girls the likes of, uh, sorry, I don't mean older but the more experienced girls uh, The likes of like uh, Claire Phelan Megan Farr Denise Gall they led the people around them brilliantly I thought uh, Grace Welch was outstanding at midfield a good move to put her at midfield because that was where the problems stemmed from last year and, she, and Brian Dowling and the guys got it right this year they negated the influence of the Galway midfield you know in last year's All-Ireland they, they ran through from there for the three goals you could say and they were the critical course they were never going to happen last night and uh, it it was brilliant and how fitting it was that Denise was the one you know she's she's uh, soldiered long and hard for many, many years and she was the one there was no one else ever going to step up to take that penalty and she was never going to do that only buried in the net and that was the score that won the match but an outstanding performance Nicky, Yeah, absolutely,
0: been. Ciarán a team with enormous character Let's go on to today, Ciarán and as I said to uh, uh, we've been chatting uh, to Richie and to Ciarán uh, Nari. really Limerick uh, coasted to this all Ireland today they are a fair super team and they're going to be around for a little bit
8: They are, yeah, they are. They played well, and... you know we've been talking all year about the way that they hurl. Um, I, I have to say Nicky I was disappointed with the way Washford let Limerick play their game you know how many scores did Limerick get you know they build it to that platform in around the half back line and you see Hayes, Hannan and Burns just putting balls in in front of the Limerick forwards and they got a huge amount of scores Aaron Galan and Seamus Franigan in particular I think they got three or four points each from play you know obviously we we'll live leave out the ones in the half forward line. they're different because they work it from a different situation but I thought Limerick made no attempt. To curb the influence, or sorry, Waterford made no attempt to curb the influence of the Limerick halfback Yeah, we contrast
0: that with last year, where that was where Kilkenny put focus. A lot of their energy was nullifying the likes of whoever John Donnelly was on one wing. I can't remember who was on the other. Nullifying the two wing backs. That was that's how Kilkenny won that match last year.
8: I should trust the John Donnelly and Adrian Mullen were the winning of the game. You know, that was that was where the game was won. You've got to rip up that little part of Limerick's plan. And when you do that, they're in bother because they actually don't really play in any other way. They don't have a plan B, really. And uh, I, I just, you know, you can talk about Liam Carlin, Mikey Billings, and you can have all the fist pumping and roaring and shouting on the line that you like but if you don't plan for the opposition's strengths you're going to be in bother and uh, in fairness you contrast that with Limerick they went in as favourites yet they still stopped the Waterford has running game this this overlapping runs and twos and threes they weren't afraid to foul out the field they weren't afraid to give away a freeze but by God they were never going to get in uh, for handy goals now they did have a couple of goal chances I think Jack Fagan's one was the only real clear cut chance the others were shots from tight angles and things like that but you know Limerick paid attention to what Waterford were good at but I don't think Waterford paid any attention to what Limerick were good at
0: No I totally agree with you Kiran we'll leave it at that because you'll be doing all of this tomorrow night anyway on the TCS World Gaelic Games thanks Kiran. Thanks, thank you. OK, we'll be heading to Liam Kelly O'Rourke now and uh, we'll get uh, his update on all the other scores around the place today.
12: Yeah, thanks, Nicky, We'll start with the Premier League, and uh, Fulham and Liverpool has just come to a finish in the past half hour. One apiece is how it, uh, <laughs> as the cheers go around the studio. One apiece is how it finished. Uh, Fulham took the lead uh, from Bobby Reed in the 25th minute, but a late Mo Salah penalty meant it finished all square. And no doubt there'll be people saying it that it wasn't a penalty. I haven't seen it myself, but when it's Liverpool, they just say it anyway. Elsewhere, Liverpool Southampton put three past Sheffield United. It finished one apiece between Crystal Palace and. Spurs. Um, In the rest of the day's action, there's European Champions Cup uh, this evening. Munster are taking on Harlequins at the moment and uh, Munster lead by six points to nil. Uh, Connacht, they lost to Racing 92 26-22 earlier on in the same competition. Uh, Max Verstappen won the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, but it was great to see Lewis Hamilton. He was back racing after suffering from the COVID-19 virus. Uh, while in the Scottish Open, Ronnie O'Sullivan and Mark Selby are at the evening, uh, just about to get started for the evening session. And uh, O'Sullivan trailed Selby by six frames to two. Thank
0: you very much, Liam. Okay, we're heading out to our studio in Calla Now we'll talk to Barry Henriquez and let's get your view, Barry, on last night's game, the Camogie game. I, I know you were talking to Pat, but uh, we went off to get interviews while you concluded the game last night from Croke Park. A, a, a wonderful kick win and it'll rate up there with the best. Oh, the very best, Nicky. Yeah, I absolutely thought it was terrific. I mean, everyone from goalkeeper out,
7: everyone was a hero or should I have said a heroine, But it was absolutely a fault, a faultless, Exhibition of uh, they You know when I when I was looking at it, I, think I said, to them, "Where have I seen this style before?" There's none of the Kilkenny players hung out to dry last night. Every one of them, even when they went in for tackins, there was somebody, as I said last night, to pass. Every everyone they were never they were never flying alone. Uh, there was always somebody riding uh, a shotgun on their shoulder whenever they moved. And even when the rock developed. Um, and when, say, the was, any Galway player got a ball, all of a sudden, Kenny players arrived from all sorts of areas and absolutely smothered them, choked them, suffocated them. You know, and I thought they, their application, their energy, Nicky, was absolutely outstanding. I know young Ethan Dye a man of the match, but it could have been any one of, it could have been any one of certainly 12 uh, of the Kenny team last night. Absolutely. Day. But, like, what an achievement, Nicky. I mean, it, 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 it was the best hurling I saw this weekend.
0: Yeah, it was no doubt about it. Barry, oh. the, the the game today, and I should say, just moving on to the Limerick match. Yeah. Now, one of our lyles, one of our lyle listeners is Jim Fogarty, and everybody yeah. knows that Jim Fogarty is a Tipperary man to the core. So why would he miss a good opportunity not to let us know his congratulations Kilkenny on winning the Camogie? He says if Hegarty scored seven points from play today, Seamus Callanan scored nine points from play in the 2016 final when they bet Kilkenny 229 to 220. To be fair yeah. to you, Jim. We'll give you that one in fairness. But Barry, rather than me answer it, you answer it. Say so
7: that, uh, yeah. Like, uh the, sorry, Nicky, I was
0: diverted there. Sorry, second, you're okay. Sorry. No, I just said Jim Fogarty was compli- Was uh, well done to the Kenny Kimogi team, but he oh, also yeah. said that if Hegarty scored seven points today from play, which he did, he reminded us here that uh, Seamus Callan scored nine points against Kenny in the 2016 final. So he just yeah. wants us to know that there was a, an even better uh, forward display back uh, uh, just a few years ago. Yeah, well,
7: sure, like, I, I'm not surprised that uh, Jim, uh, being the the, the quintessential temporary support is well entitled to make the point, you know. But I thought overall the, the 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 whole game plan, how this game is developing all the time from year to year, that Kilkenny team, that hurling team, that hurling done by Limerick today was all powerful, and all consuming, and I haven't seen better hurling from any team uh, since our since the Kilkenny team did the. the, the you know, the, the Cody era. Yeah, the four in, in a row
0: team, beyond yeah. that, you know. Yeah, yeah no, Nicky, I, I think, I think you know, you're right if, there.
7: If, but if, I think yeah, we... do notice, though, Nicky, the whole, the, whole, uh, the whole ethos of the thing has changed an awful lot. Now there's no longer these hit and hope, Hail Mary kind of passes. Limerick can play the game, long or short, but the one element of their game that, that impresses me all the time, Nicky, is their game of uh, for, uh, ball to hand, ball to hand, ball to hand, over distance or over, no matter what way the distances are. But they were terrific. I thought they were terrific. But
0: Watford, <laughs> at the same time, though, Barry, I'd suggest to you, were disappointing. They didn't have the same energy that they had against Kilkenny. I, I know they were playing a, probably a better team, to be fair, and all of that, but they certainly didn't bring their A-game to Croke Park today. So if they didn't bring their A-game, they certainly weren't going to win the game
7: Oh, well, not at all Nicky not at all and then like it's, uh, uh, the, some of their skills some of their skills need uh, some of their skills need polishing I mean they have some terrific hurlers you know and, and Gleason had it for once stood up and had a great game for Waterford today but so too many of their players are beaten uh, one and one uh, I thought their tactics of not going, going getting tighter on the Limerick half-back line. I mean, they had a free race on Limerick half-back today. They were able to aim ball. They were able to direct ball to wherever they needed to. They had all the time in the world to do what they wanted to do, you know. And I thought their possession game, going through the lines, I was hugely impressed with them. Yeah. You consider that Keane Lynch had an average game, you know, and, and a, few, a couple of more of them had average games. But the rest of them, they were outstanding. But it's often easy to be outstanding, as you well know, Nicky Brown. Uh, Stand in the middle of Croke when there's no one on you. Even I can pass the ball over over 20 or 30 yards, no problem whatsoever. Absolutely. But they got the freedom of Nolan Park. And I, I was amazed that Waterford stood off and that, that Waterford invited them on to them. Instead of going to them and forcing them forcing the issue. They didn't. They didn't certainly have the
0: hay game in Croke Park today. But then you have to ask the question: Were they allowed? Very true, Barry. We we'll let you go. Thanks, Barry. Thank okay. You. Thanks for Barry for those views. Uh, Pat, before we wrap up, just a couple of things. I think Antrim are going to are Antrim are going to struggle really in uh, Lee McCarthy territory. From what uh, I saw the game today, I think the, I think their standard is a bit below.
10: Yeah, they'll find it tough. They to have to speed up their game uh, uh, quite a bit, but they have some they have some nice uh, nice hurlers. Um, uh, throughout the field and uh, you know they're, they're um, stepping up it might take me a year or two to to adapt and that but uh, they have a bit of potential
0: but. Pat uh, under 20 games coming up uh, Galway bit of a facile win over Leash, 421 to 7 points we now have Kilkenny playing Galway mm. this Friday night, and uh, Dublin Dublin will be playing Wexford in the other semi final. Kilkenny will have it all to do. The fact that they had the game, even uh, though it they won it, it all does the make difference. a difference. Makes
10: all it the helped us last year when yeah. we had the game against Leash, didn't it? It makes all the difference, yeah. And uh, Galway, look, uh, if you look at their uh, minor teams in the last few years, uh, would have a good, strong panel. So it's uh, going to take us all our time to win it. Yeah. Westmeath defeating Dublin today in the Leinster Minor Hurling mm. Championship. That's
0: a bit of a eye opener, one, isn't it? it? Surely is. Yeah, it's it yeah. a setback
10: to Dublin now. It is. It is. Yeah. Dublin should be. You'd imagine Dublin should be taking on that and uh, uh, and and uh, win it. But uh, again, good good clubs up there in Westmeath and, uh, and Westmeath
0: are now playing uh, Offaly next weekend, and we travel to uh, Wexford to play Wexford next Sunday.
10: Yeah, that's a knockout game. It's uh, the time. winners are uh, yeah. keep going and, and the losers And whoever are wins are gets into
0: the All Ireland. Yeah, the same at so. under twenty, by the way. Yeah, bit of a turn up for the books in Cork. The Don Logue managed Cork Minor team that was we all thought was going to do great things. It became a got a twelve
10: point loss. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I suppose his record as a manager hasn't been great. It wasn't great with uh, his club. He managed them for three years and they couldn't win the the, the county final well. either. So. Um, Maybe he overthinks it a bit.
0: Could very well be. But uh, now we have uh, Tipperary and Limerick in the in the monster um, the monster final.
10: Yeah, and Limerick again. Uh, um, you know, they've been uh, they seem to be there every year now in minor.
0: Very much so. I was watching the under twenty game between Cork and Limerick. That was a great game. Yeah. Cork, now Cork came very good in extra time and ran out well. They're, they're a fine team, Cork now, and a good trainer in Pat Ryan. Who almost got the. He had the senior job in Cork other than health issues at the time. Thankfully, which are now okay.
10: Yeah, and uh, you know Limerick came back well to level that one. Uh, in in ordinary time they got the last three points, I think. You know, so you you think the momentum would have been with him, but uh, Cork took him out. Yeah, Liam what happened to uh, uh, Jim
12: Cashin's uh, treble at the weekend um, from if memory served me correct it was uh, Luton that let him down or he went for Preston against Luton and Luton won so and they were beaten fairly comfortably so that's the cause yeah of the...
0: 3-0 I think it was and it's yeah. not going for Preston and Shawnee Mcguire is getting
12: very little luck in these times no but he, when he's been out for so long uh, with injuries, it is very hard to try and get into a, an eleven a week in, week out. You, you just lose that extra yard. So, uh, look, if Jim backs the team, you might just steer clear.
0: Oh, they, no, Jim. <laughs> and, um, or, Jim, you can get your uh, one back uh, on him on Tuesday night. I would never say that about you, no, Jim. In fairness, now and that. Uh, um, did you call totally for Celtic today? Were they, were they playing today? I didn't know. You're, yeah. you're after catching me <laughs> out
12: there. Yeah,
0: yeah, I but, neglect Scotland a lot. Yeah, you seem to do next like Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, don't worry. We have about we have about a minute to go. But Patrice, um, over the weekend, it was a, a surreal weekend, obviously in Croke Park. Having been there last night to play All Ireland finals on the 12th and 13th of December, uh, but nevertheless, it was brilliant for everybody. that got to be played. Even yeah, if well families couldn't saying. be there and all of that. It was yeah. still great. Yeah,
10: yeah. It's, uh, uh, just to get get the whole thing completed uh, was uh, was um, I suppose a, a great achievement in itself. And well,
0: we'll always know that, that the 39 final with the hurling man <laughs> was the hurling night and final. The 20 finals in hurling and camogie will always be known as the, the, the Corona Viner's final. Yeah,
10: that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. For all,
0: for all yeah. For all time. For all time. Well, Liam, do you have anything for me there?
12: Yeah, they beat Kilmarnock 2-0.
0: OK, so that means... Mm. I'm a
12: Premier League snob, you see. Yeah,
0: that, <laughs> that, <that's laughs> this mean, is what that happens. That means uh, Nile Lennon being a job for another week. OK, look, it's uh, just 20 seconds to go up to... Uh, Joe Burnham is here next with Country and Irish. We'll do all this tomorrow evening with Kieran Eyrie in the hot seat uh, with the TC Terrors World of Gaelic Games. Well, thanks to all who contributed. Thank you for your comments and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Good evening,